Hey everybody, it's the new year. I, I, if you hadn't noticed, I know it's almost uh, almost March, but you know, <laughs> happy new year. Um, I've made my triumphant return to clicking a record button and rambling on on the True Pit podcast, which is what you're currently listening to. Um, hope you're all good. Um, what a year it's been so far. I mean, the releases we've had alone, let alone the tours that are happening, it's, it's fucking mad and it's, and it's great to see at the same time. So, uh, I should probably talk about Ruiner and uh, what the fuck it is. So, I probably uh, mentioned before, um, I've been doing a project since about... March last year, uh, but only really took it into its stride in around October 2019. Um, Since then, um, I've managed to finish a record. Um, I finally built up the confidence to do the vocals. Um, Now I've got a band together for it. Um, The people I've got involved with it are fucking beautiful people. And all really close mates of mine. and we had our first show, and that was a, a face down in London um, at 1.45 a.m. <laughs> I was tired, sober, and nervous as fuck. Um, I played many shows as a drummer, um, a few as a guitarist, and lots as a bassist, but I've never been as nervous as I was that day for the first Ruiner show as a vocalist. And I don't know whether that was because I didn't have an instrument to hide behind um, or the fact that it was all my music and uh, I was maybe nervous about how people react to it. Um, First song in, uh, crowd went fucking mental and they did not stop going fucking mental till the end of the set. I could not have asked for a better show. Um, thank you to Justin from Trauma PR and uh, my good friends in Tether um, for putting us on that show because, you know, we wouldn't have been able to do it without that connection. Um, so that was possibly the best way to kickstart Ruiner's uh, live adventure. Um, I've got a few more, but uh, currently booking a couple more for this year. Um, so far, we've got 21st of February at Hitchin Club 85. Also releasing the EP the same day. Um, so that's about three and a half tracks of um, just heavy music. Um, it goes into all sorts of corners. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how people respond to that. The response to the single, Sickness Forever, has been overwhelming and it's just been a totally humbling experience for me. Um, I was really nervous um, originally about putting out music that was, you know, all me, you know, that, that no one else had touched it and it was kind of nerve-wracking, but the response was just really, <laughs> really humbling and it gave, gave me a bit more faith about uh, uh, my involvement in local music. Um, this is something that I try and stress to people. I'm trying to fully push this out of the industry. Um, if things happen, that's cool. Um, but I'm kind of uh, done investing my time 
and financial capability into this industry. I'm not going to be one of those people that says, it's, it's fucked, you know, man, it's, it's not good, man. Um, but for what I want out of heavy music, um, no money will come back to me. <laughs> um, as I'm sure many of you have found out already, and um, why a lot of bands seem to be uh, disbanding, uh, you know, solid, you know, three, four years into their career. Because they give it their all. They're so passionate about their music, and rightfully so. I mean, there's so many fucking great local bands out at the minute. Um, and people, you know, they, they the only way we can support them is to buy their merch, um, share their stuff online. Uh, but ultimately, unless you're you know, investing your own pocket into, you know, PR, uh, booking agencies and management, and we're talking maybe two to three grand a year per band member it's it's insane um that kind of brings me on to what happened with misery um so we were just so tired (laughs) all of us um we did an eight-day tour with uh our good friends in tether um to support the release of our latest ep loss um and uh, by the end of the tour, personally, I was kind of tired, broke, uh, more broke than usual. Um, I hated my job at the time. Just everything was really like not worth it, really, um, if I'm being completely honest. And when I brought this up with a couple of the guys, um, mutual feelings were uh, discussed. Um, and I can respectfully say we're all we're all on the same page when it came to we need to take a break from this. So from the foreseeable future, we're taking like a a big old break from it all, just like chilling, trying to uh, <laughs> probably uh, trying to make some of the money back, <laughs> um, and you know just um, you know have fun with um, you know just being more independent with ourselves at the minute maybe. Um, I can't speak for the rest of the guys, but yeah, it's uh, it was a it was a big relief, but it was also you know it was a good way to sort of um, spend some time on our own. Um, but I do miss the guys a lot already, and uh, yeah, it's um, it's one of those things really. I mean, I can't really go into too much detail because I don't want to bore you with it, but. It's the reality of, um, you know, starting a band and really trying to um, push that um, in a scene that's, uh, I feel, becoming very uh, excluded from itself. You know, it's it's very niche. Um, Heavy music is heavy music. It'll never sell um, like it has done in the past. which is why with Ruina I wanted to do something different. I wanted to take a different approach. I wanted to take a more childlike approach to it rather than trying to focus on oh, how many people can this reach and um, you know uh, when's the next merch drop and you know just like oh we need to make friends with these bands even though we hate them as people you know kind of thing. Um, so it was kind of refreshing to go into it um, completely independent. Um, I had my good friend Ryan um, mix and master the tracks, um, but it was, you know, a total love project that I've been able to uh, involve other people in and, you know, 
the, the fandom so far has just been <laughs> really cool and it's just been a really good feeling and that's what I've sort of discovered that I do want out of heavy music. Um, I'm not really fussed about the pissing contest going on between most bands um, in the scene at the minute. Uh, who's the hardest? Who's the who's the who's the dirtiest? Who who's you know who's the toughest guy? You know, it's kind of it's kind of old for me now. Um, but you know, it's it shows when a band is genuine, and this is as genuine as I've been with music. Um, you know, I've I've put a lot of humour into it, uh, a lot of uh, riffs. Um, try, you know, it's try to make it as uh, as fun as possible. So when it came to playing it live, it would be fun too. Um, so yeah, I've I've I think I've done it on this one. <laughs> and uh, so keep an eye out for the twenty first. Um, that's when the Nemesis EP comes out. Uh, you can follow Ruiner on Instagram at Ruiner Cult, spelt K V L T, because um, because we're cool. <laughs> um, you can follow all the guys uh, through that page. Um, the people I've got involved with it, we've already had Matt on the podcast, who also plays guitar in a really cool like tech metal band, Visionist. Um, we've got Nick on bass, who's like one of the most you know intricate guitarists I've ever met in my life and you know to see him do stuff with the bass that I haven't really seen people do before has been a really cool experience um we've got John from Here It Eyes First uh doing the second guitar parts and uh we've got uh Jamie from As Everything Unfolds on the drums and you know he's fuck me is from one drummer to another Christ <laughs> Dude, dude's nuts and he's just so consistent and it's really nice uh, being able to send off drum parts that you've made yourself and then just another drummer replicate that uh, with uh, with a personal flair. It's, it's fucking awesome. Um, if you want to check any of this stuff out, come to our, come to our shows. And as I mentioned before, we've got a few shows um, ready, already booked. Um, yeah, and obviously the EP's coming. Already working on some new material for summertime. Um, so I'm going to try and get a few uh, gigs in there. Uh, you know, see what else is there. But, you know, I'm just keeping it chill, you know. Keeping it um, keeping it fun. And, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> I think metal's missing a lot of fun at the minute. It's all very serious and, you know... Um, well, just from my perspective anyway... Um, I'm not slagging off any band that's getting successful out of the the aggression look. Um, a lot of my friends are are in bands that are, do do the same uh, marketing plea and stuff, and it and it works. You know, people seem to vibe towards that uh, um, that angst and uh, disappointment in the world, and you know, people unite over that, and I think that's brilliant. Um, the Ruiner songs uh, lyrically are quite uh, aggressive and heavy but I, I don't see that as a, a reflection on my personality or the band um, you know it's gonna it's gonna be a good time and I'm really looking forward to uh, pushing this a little bit further uh, in the future so something um I thought was an interesting topic to talk about really um, was the theme of nostalgia and uh, and how that 
you know, remedies with the music industry. Um, especially within metal recently, I've seen, you know, we've seen the comeback of like the thrash hardcore crossover, which I'm really, really influenced by at the minute. And I think it's a re really aesthetically pleasing, um, you know, you know, genre and it's all these bands coming out with like really old school sounds with sort of more modern production um, but artwork, you know, relating back to, you know, maybe like the late 80s or, you know, it's it's really cool to see young people, <laughs> sound like an old guy now, uh, like younger generations uh, using their influences with uh, modern heavy music and creating something that's sort of a uh, bit of a throwback at the same time. Um, what I'm starting to see is uh, not only in that, but also in like modern indie music. There's a big 70s throwback, you know, after I've just come across Blossoms. And I'm watching this music video and it just looks like something out of the 70s, but, <laughs> but filmed on a, a 4K camera. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird, but you know, I, I dig it. And uh, it's it's got some really cool vibes going on with it. And I think that's why it's connecting with a lot of people because people like the old aesthetics, you know, of like 70s, 80s, you know, 90s is a big one with fashion. Um, and it's kind of cool to see young people seeing that in, in, in past generations and using that to their advantage because I think there's something to be said about nostalgia and uh, historical accuracy with music. Um, an example of this is maybe going to many conversations that I've had with people with about my favourite band. Um, my favourite band will always probably be uh, Bullet For My Valentine. And, you know, most people will laugh at that. And that's fine. Um, you know, I, I get, I'm not saying they're the most lyrically capable people in the world. Um, and their music's, you know... A lot of it's butt rock, and I like butt rock, you know? <laughs> um, but they've got a lot of hits. They're a very successful band, and um, I grew up listening to them. They were one of the first heavy, heavy bands that I um, I listened to. I got them, got into them around 2007, so just before the release of Scream Aim Fire. Um, so I've sort of followed them since then. Um, when I'm asked this question, what's your favourite band? I'm always like, Bullet from Valentine. And the answer is always the same. It's always, um, yeah, I really like The Poison. Um, but I don't dig any of their other stuff. And I'm usually quite baffled by this response, bizarrely, even though it's said to me every time. Uh, I get The Poison was a very influential record. Um, for a lot of people at the time. I think that was released in around, what, 2000... I want to say 2005-ish, maybe. Um, and the fact people still jam those songs is fucking dope. You know, you can play Tears Don't Fall in any rock club and people will know the track. It's it's a mega hit. It's a, it's a big record. Um, but what I, I don't seem to understand is when I then say, oh, have you checked out Venom? which was their fifth album that they released in 2015. Um, no, but I don't like it. So not only has that album not been listened to as much, it's been purposely avoided because of a bad taste or a certain lack of nostalgia. Um, people probably go back to The Poison um, as the first album because 
it might have connected with them at the time, you know, the cheesy lyrics, but you know, those lyrics are, are real, you know, and you, people can feel lyrics, even if they are cheesy, um, in different ways. You know, I connected with a lot of the songs on Scream and Fire when, you know, I was 10 years old, because a lot of my 10 year old feelings were very much about, you know, uh, being alone and, you know, heartbreak and you know, <laughs> being a kid, you know, and there's those things you, they connect with you. Um, but as we get older, obviously we mature in different ways, some more than others. Um, but musically I found as we've gotten older, it's almost an embarrassing thing to acknowledge your musical past and what your influences are. Um, which I think's a real shame. And I get it's, you know, if you're embarrassed by it, I think that's kind of shit. <laughs> um, music's music and, you know, a lot of bands, uh, it's kind of a shame when you're not recognizing uh, what that band might have done for your uh, uh, music uh, capability and your songwriting. You know, I, I, I hear shit all the time. and I'm like, well, that sounds like that riff I did in that song. Oh, probably subconsciously um, done the same, you know, riff pattern or whatever. You know, it's it's an interesting um, outlook on it. But the more and more conversations I have with people, about any band, you know, I was just using Bullet as an example because that's one personal to me. Um, people don't want to listen to like new albums by bands that have been around for longer than 20 years, then that's fine. Uh, I just think it's a shame when people are purposefully avoiding music because it's not um, in or in fashion or, you know, trendy at the time. And it's, I don't know, it comes across as quite, I don't know, immature, really. Um, but, you know, that's just my personal opinion on it. Um, I think there's a lot of music out there being created at the minute. You know, Thrice are a really good example of that. Um, Thrice have been around for fucking years and they released um, To Be Everywhere Is To Be Nowhere and that was possibly their best record to date. Um, and if you haven't checked that album out, fucking hell, just do it. It's, it's, uh, it's a bit of a masterpiece, but you know, you know, I get what's cool is cool, and you know, you, you've got to be, uh, you know, if, if that's the way you want to be. I just think it's really refreshing when I have conversations with people about, you know, albums we've had growing up and, you know, still jamming it to this day, you know, celebrating that really, you know, using it as a positive thing rather than just, you know, alienating it or alienating yourself from it, you know, it's music's music. Um, enjoy what you like, you know. Alright guys, uh, thanks for listening this week. Um, I'll probably be making these a lot more often uh, than I have been doing. Uh, if you enjoy my ramblings, just give it a review or message me on Instagram at half.kvlt, that's half.cult. Um, you know, ask me questions, you know, if you want to come on the podcast, you know, I can come around for a cup of coffee or tea, um, you know, feel free, you know, it's, uh, it's a chill thing. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Um, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you with a song at the end of this week. Uh, it's going to be Sickness Forever by Ruiner, um, which is available everywhere at this current point in time. Um, on Friday the 21st, the entire EP will be out, including Sickness Forever. Um, so, yeah, cool. All right. Take care, guys. Here's, here's the track. <laughs>